1: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Cat Talk Radio. I'm your host, Molly DeVos. Today, we're going to talk about middle-of-the-night meowing, because a lot of clients have been complaining about this lately. But before we jump into that topic, let me introduce and welcome my co-host and handsome husband,
2: Dewey Vaughn. Hi, my beautiful love, and hello to all those cat fans out there in the big cat world. (laughs) We certainly have experienced uh, our fair share of awakening at night. Um, mm-hmm. and it's not always meowing though. you know we always think about it as as maybe that, but it's always those other annoying little things also that wake you up in the middle of the night. So why do cats do this? To wake you up. <laughs> Wake you up. (laughs) Wake you up, of course. Well, what do do they want you to do once you're up? (laughs) (laughs) Well, usually feed them.
1: (laughs) But sometimes the trigger can also be boredom or age or pain or some kind of discomfort.
2: Okay. So, but uh, is it also, wouldn't it be reasonable to say that they are reckless due to their nocturnal instincts?
1: Well, they're actually not nocturnal. That's that's oh, actually wow. a, a misconception with cats. They're actually crepuscular, which means that they're more active at dawn and dusk. So absolutely, if your cat's waking you up at 4 or 5 o'clock, that's because the sun, the sun is starting to come up on the horizon and their instincts kick in and tell them it's time to go hunt.
2: So if it's instinctual, you can't really stop that, right? Because we can't change instinct.
1: Um, you, you can. You absolutely can. And as you saw, like we did with Tabasco. And the most important thing to fix this, the the big fix for this is to shift the feeding schedule to something that's more natural to them. So here's the thing. In the wild, these guys eat 10 to 20 small meals a day. So when we feed them two or three times a day, that's like us eating every second or third day. So we're typically not feeding our cats often enough, unless you're one of my clients and doing it right, then yay for you. You probably don't get woken up in the middle of the night and probably aren't listening to this podcast. But if you're only feeding them a couple times and that last meal, like a lot of people will feed them in the morning and then they'll feed them around their dinner time. Well, that means they're going about 12 hours without eating. You combine that with their crepuscular instincts and yeah, they're going to be really active at about four or five in the morning. So what I recommend that you do is you stop all free feeding and you feed them four times a day. And, you know, if you want all the details on what to feed and how to feed, we have a great podcast on that. And if you can't find it, just email me and say, I want the link to the What to Feed Your Cat podcast and I'll send it to you. And my email's easy. It's molly at cattalkradio.com. But what you want to do is feed them four times a day. You want to feed the last meal right as you go to bed. And, and then if that doesn't stop, your middle of the night meowing, then add a fifth meal in a food timer. And there's a very good inexpensive one that we have a link to on our site. And uh, if you want that link, again, just email me. I'll send it to you. Um, So we set our food timer to go off at about 3 a.m. in the middle of the night. So we feed the four times a day and then 3 a.m. in the middle of the night on the timer. And that doesn't, I mean, we don't have any, any problem at all.
2: You know, that worked with Tabasco about three nights. And I tell you, that was a a miracle, uh, Mm -hmm. to be honest with you, because he was waking us up. I mean, he wasn't just waking us up. He was jumping on us. I (laughs) know. It was,
1: It's you know, and that's the other thing is it's also really, really important to ignore the behavior. And like you said, with Tabasco, he... He was not only jumping on us. First, he would walk across real slow, all of his weight, right on your shin where (laughs) it hurts. And then he'd come around and walk across your head on your pillows. He'd make about three circles. And if you still didn't wake up, then he would get down and scratch the side of the bed, clawing up the sides of the bed. And if that didn't get you up then he would jump up and start pulling my hair out. He he would get right up at my hairline where
0: crazy. where I
1: already have a widow's peak. Thank you very much, Cat. And, <laughs> and, and grab my hair and shake his head and pull it out. I mean How do you ignore that? I mean, I remember sleeping with a pillow over my head Mm
0: -hmm. just so
1: that, you know, trying to ignore that ridiculousness. And then what would happen is I by the time all this is happening now, I'm wide awake and now I have to pee because it's like three o'clock in the morning. Usually, actually, he was like 3.30. 3.30. Now I got to pee. So then I get up. I go to the bathroom. Of course, I open the door to go back to bed. And there he is sitting, staring at me and not moving. Like, I'm not letting you by till you feed me. And I think, I don't want to go back to bed and have to deal with all that crap again. I need to get some sleep before the alarm goes off. So what did I do? I would go and give him some treats. And, of course, that was just reinforcing the behavior and and really the bad thing to do so ignoring it is very very important and sometimes the most difficult thing to do but as Dewey said it it fixed it in just three nights we did the combination of changing the feeding schedule to four times a day and using the timer in the middle of the night three nights later boom gone never happened again
2: so you know and that's right you know we're really feeding five times is what we're saying it's four times in the right. day or and the fifth time is in the middle of the night so it's five times but yeah what if a cat is in pain they f- is feeding doesn't fix that right
1: uh right I, exactly i mean it'll it'll always help because when you feed a cat it starts that you know, they have a, a natural rhythm and cycle, hunt, catch, kill, eat, groom, sleep. So when you feed them, you start that eat, groom, sleep part of their routine. So they'll usually clean their paws and do all that. And then they'll curl up and take a nap after they eat. So, I mean, it it, it will help, but it's not going to fix the pain, of course. And, you know, pain is typically coming from, if you have an older cat The pain's coming from arthritis or other types of maybe underlying medical conditions that that you aren't aware of. Now, there are some good over-the-counter anti-inflammatory meds um, that you can use for cats with arthritis. Also, some good supplements and things you can add to the food. Um, But you can also ask your vet to help with pain relief if you think that your cat is having pain and that might be what's waking it up in the middle of the night. Some vets are prescribing gabapentin, and that seems to work well in some cases.
2: You mentioned age in the past, and what does that have to do with waking up in the middle of the night?
1: Um, Because cats, when they get older... Actually, just just like humans, and just they start to go deaf. And for some reason, a deaf cat, you know, will yowl a lot more than a than a hearing cat. And particularly in the middle of the night, they wake up. And if they're old. It might be a combination of deaf and um, and getting a little bit of senility. You know, cats do get a form of dementia, just like people do. And so they may be waking up in the middle of the night and, um, you know, going, oh, my God, where am I? It's dark. I can't hear anything. <laughs> you know, so so it can be a combination of deafness and, and age. We had a friend, in fact, that had a cat that was I think 15 and had both, you know, was arthritic. You could tell by the way it moved and was deaf and he, you know, they didn't know what to do. They were at their wits end and, you know, they changed the feeding schedule and did all that. And of course, you know, it helped a little, but really didn't help all that much. You know, they had to go to the vet and and get some pain medication for the arthritis but again that doesn't really fix the deafness. So if you think your cat is elderly and and maybe going deaf, I I don't know that there is much that can be done for that.
2: You know, and if the bo- if they're bored, do you need to get up and play with them?
1: Well, you, you, you no, know, that's <laughs> you not advised because just like me getting up in the middle of the night with Tabasco and and giving him a treat because he was bugging me, that's reinforcing that behavior. So if you get up and do anything is reinforcing that behavior. The play should happen right before that last meal that you're feeding them, that meal that you're going to feed right as you go to bed. Most of us, it's ten thirty, eleven o'clock. You want to pray play right before you, you feed that And then feed, and that'll really help. But also throughout the day, if you're not prey playing regularly with your cat now, they're going to end up with pent-up energy, which may decide it gets really pent up in the middle of the night when everybody is asleep and it's boring and their instincts are to be up and hunting. Then you're going to get the brunt of that. So, um, yes, you should play with them, not in the middle of the night, throughout the day, and definitely right before that last meal.
2: You know, it seems like what you point out mostly is the ignore it kind of thing. I hear you tell people that a lot, that a lot.
1: Yep, yep, because, you know, another reason they could be doing it is attention seeking. You know, the cat wants you to pet it, pick it up, play with it, hold it, and and of course, feed it. But and it can be a combination of all the things I mentioned. You know, the cat is hungry because you're not feeding it four times a day. It's bored because it hadn't been fed in a while and you didn't pray play with it that day. Its instincts are telling it to go hunt and it, you know, wants somebody to pay attention to it, to get up and play. So, yeah, ignoring it is the most important thing you can do to eliminate that attention seeking behavior.
2: You know, and I've also heard you say not to feed the first minute you get out of bed and wait about 30 minutes. Why is that?
1: Well, because if you get out of bed and you feed the cat right away, then what happens is that cat associates you getting up with it being fed. So then it will do anything it can to make you get up if you wait and get it in the habit of there's no particular routine. It's about 30 minutes after I get up might be after I brush my teeth or if I shower or whatever, like this morning I, I got up and I showered and then I fed Pico. You know, he, he knows that us getting up isn't going to equate to him getting a meal. So he's not all that interested in waking us up. So always feed 30 minutes after you get up or a little bit later.
2: Well, that sounds really interesting. And so what are some of the other things that will help this thing in the middle of the night?
1: Well, you can do, you you can leave out interactive toys for them. So, you know, leave them things To entertain themselves with while you're sleeping. Like um, there are these little balls that are motion activated. There's a lot of toys out there on the market now that are, have motion sensors on them, you know, that'll, that'll work when they're moved or work when something walks by it. You can hide food puzzles. That's a really good idea is, and that's where you want to feed your dry food is put a little dry food in a food puzzle and put it in a little different spot every night so that the cat has to go hunting for it and knows that there are treats out there. And you have to start that, obviously, with the the treats and the food puzzle in an obvious place and then begin to hide it each night. That keeps them busy. And then, you know, there's that flop fish thing everybody's seen on Facebook. You know, the cat's you know, bunny kicking that fish as it's flopping around. My dad gave us one of those the other day, and I thought, I wonder if people will actually play with that. And and he, you know, he was standing there looking at it, and he really wasn't that interested in it while it was flopping. But when it stopped flopping, he would pick it up and flop it, you know, pick it up by the tail and drop it to get it to start flopping again. And in the middle of the night, I could hear that fish going. He was out there in the middle of the night playing with it. So, that flopfish can work too, because it's motion activated as well, so just be sure that you're you've got things outside of your bedroom for them to play with and do in the middle of the night.
2: Okay, well, this is very interesting, so let me summarize in order to mitigate the middle of the night meowing, change the feeding schedule. No free feeding right. Make sure they are getting at least four meals a day, plus the timer in the middle of the night. Mhm. Play, play with them right before their last meal. Yep. Make sure they have plenty of things to keep them busy in the middle of the night. Mhm. And if your cat is older, and you change the feeding and the meowing to continue after each week or more, right?
1: Well, if your cat's older and you have already changed the feeding schedule and you've done that for over a week and the meowing is continuing, then you need to get with your vet, take the cat to the vet just to make sure there's no medical issues causing that. I see. I see.
2: Okay. Okay. All right. That sums sums it up then,
1: huh? Yeah. and And that will... If you do all those things and ignore, that's the other thing, you can't just ignore the behavior. that That's something I probably didn't say was just ignoring the behavior doesn't always make it go away. Now, what a lot of people do is they just close their door and they don't let the cat in their bedroom. And I suppose that's a solution too, although you're liable to hear crashing and things going on out in the living room (laughs) while you're sleeping, because they'll find other ways to wake you up. You know, that favorite vase, they'll just climb up there and knock it right off the shelf. So I suggest that you do some of these other things before you shut your cat out. And I don't know about you, but I love having my cat sleep with me. It's great to have Pico cuddled up next to us at night. So I wouldn't want to... Wouldn't want to shut him out as a solution because there right. are other ways to to do that. And and if you go, I can't feed four meals a day. Well, again, listen to that podcast. There are food timers that are very inexpensive, very easy to set. They come with cold packs so you can put your canned food in there. You feed them in the morning as you're going to work. Set the timer for your noon one. When you get home from work, you feed them again. Set a timer for you know, later in the middle of the night, and and then feed them right before you go to bed. It's actually very manageable, and um, getting a good night's sleep is important for all of us. So I encourage you, if you are being woken up in the middle of the night or have your your beauty sleep cut short by meowing, then try these things. So I think that's about it. So. Thank you, everyone, again, for joining us today. And if you have suggestions for topics for us, please email them to me, to molly at cattalkradio.com. And find us on Facebook. Like us on Facebook. Please share with your friends. This whole point of all this is to get this information out to all cat owners. We also have an Instagram feed, so follow us on Instagram. And check out the website, catbehaviorsolutions.org. I have a blog there as well as many other resources for you.
2: You know, and I'd love to also like to say if you appreciate these podcasts, consider sending us a gratuity or tip. Every little bit helps keep this show on the air because this comes to you for free. Even though we don't pay ourselves and any salaries out of the Cat Behavior Solutions, we don't pay ourselves out of that or the Cat Talk Radio stuff. It costs us to keep all this stuff on the air because there's a Voice America platform that has to get paid for. There's other things that have to get paid for. So, if you go to catbehaviorsolutions.org. And to the store, you'll see an easy ad donation amount to add to your cart. In other words, there's one out there. Just pick that, add it to your cart, and then you can check out and give us a gratuity or tip. We would appreciate that. And go ahead and buy, <clears throat> excuse me, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. go ahead and buy, a, a cat some new toys while you're in there. Absolutely. We've we'll got some good ones. Yeah, we really do. Uh, We're going to keep doing this podcast as long as shelter Shelter euthanasia euthanasia is is the number number one cause of death death
1: in cats. cats. (laughs) Until next time, everybody,
2: (laughs) keep calm and purr on. Yay. Thank you. Goodbye, everybody.
0: You can be a cat lifesaver by helping to keep us on the air. In the U.S., about 10 cats per hour are euthanized in shelters due to behavior issues. Through this educational radio show, behavior consultations, seminars and articles, Cat Behavior Solutions intercepts cat behavior problems in the home, reducing the number of cats who are surrendered to shelters. Make a donation at catbehaviorsolutions.com. That's catbehaviorsolutions.com. Looking for products that address specific cat behavior issues? visit cattalkradio.com and look for The Behavior Shop. Thanks for tuning in to Cat Talk Radio. Please join your host, Molly DeVos, for another episode of the program on the Voice America Variety Channel. Now, go make a connection with your feline friend.